open the door. Foxbox detectives create immersive cold case files that are delivered right to your door. Join the thousands worldwide that have already taken on the challenge to solve a realistic murder case. The truth to these crimes are hidden in a web of deceit. Trust no one. Your case file is packed with police documents, cryptic codes, and access to our online evidence database. So, how does it work? Inspect the evidence. Eliminate your suspects. Convict the killer. It takes a talented investigator to solve a murder case from Foxbox Detectives. Have you got what it takes? Then grab your cold case file now and begin your investigation. Head to foxboxdetectives.co.uk Mum's Mysteries and Murder. I'm Marty. And I'm Effie. And this is going to be a bit of a rough around the edges episode, isn't it? We should say that. Never. <laughs> never rough around the edges. <laughs> I should say, welcome back. Welcome I know, back. Yay. I feel like I haven't been on for ages. I've been listening to your amazing podcasts that you've been doing with everyone. You've had three in three, three weeks, I think. Yes. Such a joy to listen to them. Oh my goodness, so good. Do you know I, what? It was so much fun. It was huge fun. We should say a big thank you to everyone, to Deb from Dying to be Found and the Dash series. That was amazing. That was so fun. I yeah, loved listening to her really speak. Um, such an interesting story. Yeah, it was such an interesting story. And John from North Edinburgh Nightmares and... Always of course, good. last but not least, Wayne from Erie, Edinburgh. We've had such good feedback about all three podcasts as well. They were brilliant. They were really good. Mm-hmm. They're just, all three of them are just really good narrators and like storytellers. And they're all quite different as well. So I really they're enjoyed that. So different. Yeah. I Which was your favourite? Or is that too difficult? Yeah, it is quite difficult because they're all a little bit different. And each of them have got their own thing that they bring to it. I loved Eerie Edinburgh though because it's just so freaky. It just freaks me out that like all the <laughs> the sort of scientific take on what it means maybe to be a ghost. Oh my yeah. god, I'm so glad that you did them all and <laughs> not me because <laughs> I'm like <laughs> the way I talk is just like uh... um but yeah, no his is really good. That was and really good. I did actually well, go the place that he talked about on Kia on the island oh yes you want to stay there you lunatic (gasps) yes oh my goodness I saw a picture of it and it does look quite creepy you're not going to stay there my mind I've changed my mind (laughs) based on that photo because it was like oh yeah this is bad vibes but yeah they were all really good did you enjoy doing it it was great it was really good like as you said they're all so different they're all so different the way they speak and the way they I know, approach yeah. podcasting. So, yeah, I sort of agree about Wayne, actually, because people don't talk about that part of ghost sightings and ghostly things, do they, really? It's all just the ooh stuff. Yeah. 
and what it actually could be. Yeah. Yeah. And the stuff about the caterpillar as well. It's like, what? I know. I knew you'd love that. When I was when he was Has telling me that, I did think so. <laughs> Possibly. The hungry caterpillar, it puts that into perspective, doesn't it? <laughs> oh my god, I'm so glad that you did it. <laughs> Oh, my God. When he was talking about the melting, I thought this is going to melt Effie's brain <laughs> listening to this. But it was amazing. It was yeah, absolutely they were amazing. all really good. I really, really enjoyed all of them. Yeah. So well done. You um, did an excellent job as well. Thank you. I should say I'm finishing up a cold, and this mm-hmm. is actually only the first podcast I'm recording today, so it's not great timing. So you are probably going to hear me drinking a lot in between for that I apologize in advance but we really wanted to get this episode out because as we said on Instagram why did so many of you vote and say you wanted this episode I thought we were going to get away with it but um yes this is something that has happened in Australia it's been going on for a few months and it's sort of finished but it's about to go to court and everyone's talking about it so we thought why not get this episode out and it's a really intriguing story. So I've trashed the episode I was going to do. I'm so excited about that episode as well. I can't wait to do that episode. And we're doing this one. So before we start yeah. as well, we should say a big hello to Aileen. She is such a fan that she oh, listened hi, to last year's Halloween episodes in the run up to this year's episodes. Oh, that's lovely. That is so lovely, isn't it? So hello, Ailey, and thank you for talking to us on Instagram all the time and messaging and things. We really, really appreciate it. And to Louise, who's a brand new listener, we should say hello to her as well. I feel like this is turning into a radio show. Do you? (laughs) Have you got any um, requests? We don't have, well, this was a a huge request, wasn't it? So anything George Michael, I'm happy to play. Anything George Michael. Okay. I'd like some some 90s, obviously. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And we should say a big hello to Nicole as well, who is my Australian true true crime correspondent. Oh, wow. She's been feeding information. She's very obsessed with true crime. And I messaged her straight away when I heard heard about this story when it was on ITV Mm. News. And I asked her if I should do it. And she wrote back within like 30 seconds, obsessed. And started telling me about all the stuff. So I was oh, like, we're going to wow. have to do this. Okay. And then I messaged my sister, Karen. You know, I speak about yeah. her a lot, who's a big true crime fan. And I said, should we do this case and put the person's name? And she wrote back, who is Erin Patterson? Oh. <laughs> so I was like, know. maybe it's not such a big case. Okay. She did realise once I. Right. Okay. Mentioned. She maybe just didn't recognise the name. Okay. Yeah. And yeah. you so, like banned me from googling I have everything from googling. So I'm so excited yes to hear yes what it's, all it's about. a very interesting case so in case you didn't catch that we are doing the case of Erin Patterson the mushroom murderer and yes as we said it's a huge case in Australia everyone has been talking about it so we decided to do a really quick turnaround on this one and get it out there for you to listen to before we crack on have you been doing anything this week I've been listening to and watching uncanny it's called there's an uncanny podcast oh, you told oh, me about my this. goodness so it's on the bbc so it's just like uk listeners and it's oh my goodness it's brilliant i love it they had like three episodes and it's real paranormal encounters i suppose so the guy goes and speaks to the people that had like whatever 
the thing happening to them then they explain what happened and then they try and kind of see if they can rationalize it with like logical explanations and they go back and visit the house or wherever it took place and then like they ask watchers or followers to like send any like theories or any like updates and things and quite like I think in all of them like they've heard from other people that have been living in the same house that have also had experiences it's brilliant Ah. it's so good I love it that's quite similar to the podcast I've been listening to that's really weird what have you been listening to ghost stories I think I sent you a picture so that story is it's quite similar so it's Uh a story where a journalist grew up in a house in the UK where it was haunted. He felt like it was haunted and things were happening in the house, like his bed would shake and things like that. He's a very mm. level-headed sort of bit Louis yeah. Theroux sort of journalist, think that sort of guy, right? Okay. And then he got married mm. and his wife's, this is so, it's so confusing. I had to listen to the first episode twice because I wasn't grasping it. So his wife, his wife's grandmother lived in the house next door to him right right? okay oh wow she was murdered she was shot in the eyes (gasps) oh my god she was murdered and so the premise of it is but he didn't know this this has just sort of come out right so this was his childhood home and Uh two other people have lived in the house since him yeah and one of them was seeing a woman a ghost lady come and sit on their bed with no eyes right oh that's horrific so He's trying to figure out the story of her great grandmother, who happened to live next door, and is this? And the did ghost he not know that, that wanted him as a child? No, his wife's grandmother it's lived crazy. next door. Oh my goodness! Wow. Okay. No. So it's a really, really interesting podcast. It's folding out in real time, so it's only up to okay. episode four at the minute. But it's really, really interesting. Oh, I'm definitely going to listen to that. Then that sounds amazing. And they're suspects, and they sort of thought they caught who it was but was it that person so that's what the podcast is about it's so fascinating oh and why did she get yeah. shot in the eyes you need to listen to the podcast oh. to find out did they how did they <laughs> shoot both eyes like one for okay enough oh too. I don't know that's a me question <laughs> is, we entered yeah. a parallel universe I, don't. <laughs> I haven't oh got the answer <laughs> sorry that's a horrific question oh that oh. sounds like a good good one I'm definitely gonna look that up on Sunday yeah ghost stories oh, amazing how was your Halloween before we crack on Halloween was fine I've moved so I'm in like a block of flats and so we don't get as many geysers so I basically just ate like a whole ton of celebration chocolates myself nice yeah but and no Halloween. Was nice. yeah a yeah. sweet Halloween. What about yourself? Yeah. You have like loads. Your your street goes mental oh. for displays and stuff, doesn't Our it? Our neighbourhood is just mental. The amount of skeletons coming out of the ground <laughs> in our little cul-de-sac is yeah, unbelievable. It it's Mine like America, takes, isn't it? Yeah. You know where they go? Not, sort of me- as ma- not quite as bad, yeah. but yeah. But it is the most amazing place I've ever lived for Halloween. I mean, the dude had to take a pillowcase. Because the bucket just, it's full. It doesn't oh, wow. quite cover it. So he has to take a whole pillowcase. No way. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Amazing. I love, and I don't really even like Halloween. Do you I like, like Halloween? Halloween? Yeah, I've always liked Halloween. There's the scared oh. vibes, scary vibes. I just like the feel for it. No. I nearly, do you know what? Because I was kind of on my own on Halloween night. 
and I'm quite close to the cemetery that John from the podcast that you did, North Edinburgh Mm -hmm. Nightmares, mentioned in that podcast about, I can't even remember what the the story was, but it was Newington Cemetery and I was like, I wonder if I should Mm -hmm. take a wee look up there and see if anything happens with the the headstones and I noticed that that many of my ancestors are going to be there. Yes, that was the spindly leg story, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I was thinking, should I do that? But I ended up not ah. doing that. I'll maybe do that sometime because it's very close. I mean, so, don't yeah. do it at night time. Maybe not at night time, maybe during the day. And then I can actually read the headstones as well. Especially yeah. at Halloween. Yeah, that'd be quite fun though. Yeah. And does no, your street no. get like all mental for Christmas as well? Do they have lots of oh, Christmas yes. decorations? Yeah. yeah, that's all going to oh, start soon. Nice. Yeah, there's a lot of dead pumpkins hanging around the street yeah. just now. You know, pumpkin cemetery. It's not looking yeah. good. Yeah, so they need to clear that out and then yeah. get the Christmas. And then it's get sort of like Christmas stuff. At Christmas, you know, when it's yeah, when like the Christmas trees are out. Do you know what I mean? Like the first yeah, and second yeah. of January, and it's the just dead. Christ- it's like that with pumpkins, yeah. pumpkin Aww. death. Anyway, should we crack on? Yes, I'm excited to hear about I'm this mushroom. Very murder. excited about this. Now I am going to apologise again up front. Okay. <laughs> Basically, saying to our listeners, don't expect too much because this was done incredibly quickly so there's going to be a few holes it's also sort of like unfolding in real time so I Mm. think more things will come out as as it goes along but this is the bulk of what's happening so we're going to cover Erin Patterson now sources are you're going to love some of these mail online skynews.com.au news.com.au under investigation with Liz Hayes documentary the lunch I love Liz Hayes I love Lovely Hayes and 9news.com.au. So let's begin. Mother of two, Erin Patterson, who is 49 years old, so not too far off our ages. Mm-hmm. She has one oh, sister. She, she looks a lot older than that. Sorry. I to thought you didn't it. Google her. Oh, no, you put a picture of her on Instagram. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> she does look a lot older, to be fair. Oh, she's and you'll be too. surprised when you find out like, oh. what her life's been like as well. So she has one sister. I have no idea how to pronounce her sister's name, and I was going to Google this, but I haven't gotten around to it. I don't even know how to pronounce it. Tell me what you think. C-E-I-N-W-E-N. C-E-I-N-W-I-N. E-N. Senwin? Senwin? Senwin. Senwin? Senwin. I mean, Senwin, that's quite nice. Did you just say semen? Senwin. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> close but it's not right. Awkward Senwin. name. Why would you call one daughter Erin and one Senwin? It's quite Welsh sounding, isn't it? They Is really it? like the win at the end. Well, Senwin think... and Erin. Oh no, her family's not Welsh, but I think the other family's Welsh. That's interesting. Okay, okay. So she's got a sister called Senwin slash Seaman. No, Senwin. We, we should be serious because this is a really sad story, to be fair. Sorry. We're not going to start. Oh, my God. It's so, it's so it's not that funny. <laughs> oh, dear, I'm not being out. Oh, I think you need to get out more. Um, okay, so Erin, she has one sister who grew up. They grew up in a regular Melbourne suburb, um, pretty normal childhood. Her father was a government worker and her mother was a university lecturer in one of Melbourne's well-known universities, Monash. So Monash okay. is like a huge uni in Melbourne, a bit like Edinburgh Uni over here. 
Okay. Um, so pretty normal, pretty normal childhood, really. Everything seemed to be all right. Yeah, all things good. Right. No mm-hmm. warning signs. Erin married Simon, who was an engineer and basketball coach, and they had two children. They moved to Western Australia for a little bit and ran a bookshop. Oh, how amazing. Nice. That sounds wonderful. Yeah. Um, But eventually they moved back to Victoria. Okay. So they live in a country town in Victoria, I should say. I will get to that. But it's a country town called Leangatha, which is not far from Melbourne. There's lots of like really little country towns that make up Victoria. And then there's like Melbourne, which is the part that everyone knows. Does that make sense? Yeah. But like a nice place to live, is it? I think so. I've never yeah. been to Lee and Gatha, but I think it's relatively nice. Like it's not yeah. scuzzy. Okay. <laughs> as far as I know, feel free to let us know if you live in Lee and Gatha and it is scuzzy. Yeah. We'd quite like to know. Erin was an accountant, so she must oh, have been okay. pretty intelligent, got her head screwed on, knows what yeah. she's doing. But she gave up work to be a stay at home mum. Fair enough. Yeah. That's what happens. So when Erin's mother died in 2019, it's quite recent, isn't it, really? Yeah. 2019. She left both Erin and Senwin a large inheritance and a huge multi-million dollar property. Wow. Okay. Yeah, That's not nice. bad. Does Erin have kids? Yes, Erin's got two that? children. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Sorry, sorry. Two children. Okay. Um, she weird if she was a stay-at-home mom because that would be a bit Oh, yeah. <laughs> She's staying at home like to look after a dog. children. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Sorry. But no. <laughs> I mean, we did warn this was not going to be an amazing episode. So, well, you know, we're living up. I'm just not very good. So yeah. Okay. No, no, no. It's fine. Erin made property investments, which made her independently wealthy. I've actually put on here independently weather. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> she made her own weather and she was also incredibly wealthy. But sadly, at this time, it coincided with her marriage ending with Simon. Right. Okay. So they so got the, the house and they sold it, and she's she's like invested it and stuff. Okay. Yeah. So and she's super fucking well. rich. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because okay. her mother left money to both her daughters as okay. well. So money oh, and right. then this huge property, and then she invested. So you know she's doing all right. To be yeah. fair, apart from her marriage being okay. over, yeah, yeah not so cute. great, but. You know, swings and roundabouts, rich, husbandless. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Rich or has a husband, yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm not going to say anything else about that. So <laughs> the marriage, there's not a lot about why their marriage broke down. Okay. I was really trying to find out what their relationship was like, if anything had happened. Apparently it was amicable. Mm-hmm. Okay. But I did... Do you know what? This case, because this case is so new, there's lots of people with opinions and I don't mm. think we really are going to find out the full extent maybe until a few more months down the line or a year down the line. But mm. according to Erin, she instigated the breakup and she just felt that he didn't help at home. She felt like a single parent. Right, um, okay. Which is fair. Like she's a stay-at-home yeah. mum. She probably did feel a little bit like that. And mm. to be fair to him, he probably thought, you know, you're not working, I'm working, you need to do the bulk of, yeah. you know, things like that. I, we don't really know what happened there. Have um, they been together for a while? Was yes. It a long marriage, okay. Yeah. But also I read that she was an atheist and he uh-huh. was religious. All right, okay. 
So maybe but, some tension there. But I don't know how true that is because I saw that in one report and I didn't see it anywhere else. So mm. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe she was just fed up. Maybe he instigated it. We don't really know. We're going to talk about the lunch. Okay. <laughs> oh, my God. I don't know what's going on. Okay. So this is I very dramatic. Are involved, though. Yes. So Saturday, July the 29th this year. This oh, happened. what? Okay. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. So it's just happened. Right. Okay. This has just happened. So okay. we're trying to be, you know, respectful. But there's also things we need to talk about as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so this has just happened. Just happened. Saturday, July 29th in Leangatha, there was a family lunch. Yeah. So the guests at the lunch were Don and Gail Patterson, and they were both okay. 70 years old, and they're her, they're Erin's in-laws. Okay. So she right. stayed on good terms with everyone. Yes. Well, there is talk. I did see a report that said it was sort of to be like a reconciliation lunch, oh, right. allegedly, for the sake of the two children. Right. Okay. So, like, maybe she was because, you know, obviously they're the grandparents and hmm. obviously she wants her children to have, she's lost her mother. I don't know about yeah. her father. There's not really any information about her father, but she obviously wants her children to have a good relationship with their grandparents. Possibly it's hmm. their only their only grandparents so you know yeah I can sort of understand that that even mm. if the divorce wasn't amicable she maybe just wants to make sure that her children have I mean she sounds and... pretty sensible so far so far so John and Gail Patterson both 70 okay and then the other guest was the local Baptist pastor Ian Wilkinson and his wife Heather now Heather is Gail's sister Right, okay. Do you get that? Yeah. And Gail's sister is 66. So okay, they're, they're quite younger. elderly. Yeah, yeah, mm. yeah, guess. What is a little bit weird about that is that Simon actually didn't go to the lunch. So it was and just was that his at parents' Aaron's house. No, it was at Erin's house. It was at Erin's house, okay. okay. Yeah. So it's um, just the grandparents, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the, the, the sister. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Oh, it's too early in the day to figure out where they are. Other people. Let's just call them the other people. <laughs> the cold's messing with my brain. There's no room for other things. Yeah, he was supposed to go, but he mm. sort of just said last minute, I'm not coming. Okay, and something came I, up. I don't know whether he gave a reason or not. Also, the children weren't there. So the children oh. were actually at a movie. Okay. Yeah, I don't know how old the children are and there's not a lot of talk about how old the children are in the reports that I've seen, but perhaps they're trying to shield the children. Yeah, there will be. Probably. From what's happening. And, yeah, there's no mention of their names or anything like that, which is brilliant because it's oh. traumatic enough without children, yeah. you know, having to be brought into it. Okay, so they all came for lunch. The meal was beef wellington. Have mm -hmm. you ever had beef wellington? I have. Yeah, it's delicious. I don't remember <laughs> there being mushrooms in it, though. <laughs> You're saying it with what? such a confused face, like, I I'm thinking, I'm not sure. Has it got mushrooms and beef wellington? Well, I'm glad you Is asked, it Debbie. It's like beef and then it's got, like, pastry around it. Well, yes, but 
It's beef coated in a mushroom paste and then rolled oh. in the pastry. Oh, right. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Do you know what? That's just brought an ad into my mind. You know, you have ads when you're little and you really remember mm. random stupid ads and you can remember jingles and everything. I've not thought about when I was doing all this research, but as I was saying to you, mushroom paste and then rolled in pastry, there was an ad and they'd go, layer up and layer up and layer right I cannot I think it was for puff pastry and the girl would and she'd say it like that layer up and layer up and (laughs) Australian people listening to this will know exactly the commercial that I'm talking about she rolls in rolls in rolls it again layer up and layer up and layer I've said it so many times they will know the exact commercial please let me know what it was advertising was it for puff pastry because and that's going to make me insane. Because I don't God, no, no. It's in some Australian sort of Australian thing. brand. Okay. I mean, if, if you're under 35, you're not going to know it. But if yeah. you're old like me, you will know that ad. Okay, so enough of jingles. <laughs> so Beef Wellington. Mushrooms aren't really easy to detect within a Beef Wellington because they're sort oh. of blitzed up yeah, into a paste. So, yeah, that's yeah, why. Okay. Yeah, okay. that's why you'll not remember it. So everyone's there. Reconciliary. Reconciliary, reconciliation, lunch. Yeah. Yes. So everything was fine. Everyone Mm. had the lunch, said their goodbyes, all good, off they trot, right? Yeah. The day after the lunch, all four guests were admitted to hospital. Uh Uh-oh. They were just thinking that they had gastro. Yeah. And that's what it was. Yeah. Yeah. But their conditions all got worse. Oh, no. So the Simpsons. The Simpsons. <laughs> this is a terrible episode. <laughs> Their symptoms suggest that they had been poisoned, and it was thought to be the mushrooms contained in the meal. In oh, fact, are there symptoms? Vomiting. Just vomiting, but severe, bad. like just really bad. <laughs> yeah, really bad. I think diarrhea. Well, obviously, if all the horrible things. That's horrific. Yeah. Oh. So it was thought to be the mushrooms contained in the meal. The mushrooms that they specifically thought it was, was called the death cap mushrooms. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. God. So wait, has Erin been admitted to hospital as well? Yes, but we'll get okay. to her. We'll get okay. to her. With these mushrooms, you can feel fine for hours after it. So mm. it doesn't straight away make you feel ill. It takes between 8 to 12 hours for the toxin to be released oh, and to make you feel ill. I know. How bad does that sound? That sounds oh, like a spy awful. movie, doesn't it? That's awful. Okay. Yeah. So once you start vomiting and you have diarrhea, that's where the toxin starts to get released from your system. Oh, no. And for a period after you start to feel better, after the vomiting because it it comes out of your system and that's apparently called the honeymoon period oh no how bad is that oh god this is awful it's horrific and then a day or two after you can even start to feel better but this particular mushroom has a toxin that gets into your system right Mm. get this this is horrible gets absorbed and transported into your liver which triggers the death of the liver cells oh, no. and slowly starts to kill you, oh, even God. though the toxin can be gone in a few days. Yeah. It oh. literally dissolves your liver. No. And can you not do anything about it? No. Oh, no. Oh, my it God. It takes. That's awful. Yeah. 
it takes a few days to kill you, but it's very painful. Oh, so, no. as you may have guessed, Gail Patterson and Heather Wilkinson died six days later. That's horrific. So they're having a horrendous time. Oh, that's so bad. Yeah. So oh, bad. God. Seven days later, John Patterson dies. Right, so he died the day bad. after them. Okay. Yeah. However, <sighs> Pastor Wilkinson spent seven weeks in hospital, Whoa. severely ill, but he survived. Wow. Okay. Seven weeks. Seven weeks. It's possible that he needed a liver transplant. Right. Okay. And he maybe got one. Okay. There's not reports to say that that actually happened. There was reports to say that that was maybe what was going to happen or what happened to him. But it, from what I could see, he needed a liver transplant. So possibly he had one or possibly right. he just really recovered, which is amazing. And he was released from hospital on September 22nd. Oh, my God. Yeah, it's crazy that this has just happened, isn't it? How did they figure out that it was mushroom poisoning? I well, come to that. yes. It's been reported that Erin told police that everyone mm. selected their own plates. Right. I cannot get my head around that because if she has poisoned them, how does that work? So what happened to Erin then? So Erin also said she felt unwell, but uh -huh. obviously not to that extent. And yeah. she went to hospital and was there overnight on a saline drip. Right, okay. Apparently Erin also handed leftovers of the meat to the hospital toxicology department at the time of the poisonings. Right. But... We don't know if they kept it. Like, did they actually keep it? Did they just look into it and then be like, oh, yeah, it's mushroom poisoning and then right, okay. disposed of it? Uh -huh. Apparently, Erin was questioned by police mm -hmm. when the third person died and released without charge. But a few days later, police told the media that Erin is a suspect in the case because she cooked the meal, obviously. Yeah, yeah. She also put a statement out. So the media came to her home. The, there's a lot of clips. So if you go online, you will see a lot of clips of Erin speaking to the media. They did yeah. sort of hound her, like, straight away. They uh -huh. were right on her. They were at her house. Well, it's quite unusual, isn't it? Yeah. So she put a statement out to the media just after everyone had died, hmm. and it's quite full on. It okay. is quite full on. You will be able to see it. As soon as you Google her name, that's the clip you'll get of her standing in front of her car. Oh, right, the clip's quite full on. Right, okay. What yes. do you mean? Is she, like, just giving lots of information? or? Yeah, it's very... Really emotional. Yeah. yeah. I'm not sure what I think of it, but right. I'm sure everyone has an opinion on okay. that clip. So, yeah, go and Google Erin Patterson and you'll see the clip. We might actually put it oh. in the show notes. Why did the full guest get so ill and why didn't she get as ill? Why did they get ill anyway? Like, why would you poison your children's grandparents and then pastor i don't understand mm. is it not was it definitely it was definitely wasn't an accident you look so confused i don't <laughs> think i've ever seen you look so confused <laughs> why would you <laughs> like the little old people why would you do that <laughs> the little understand. old people i don't know she did say that her children ate the leftovers later on as well okay but that she had scraped the mushrooms from the dish because her kids don't like mushrooms but if it's in a paste right. and it's cooked right in mm. and if she and knew that she was poisoning them 
you wouldn't give that to your kids just for the fear that even a tiny bit of it had cooked in. But is she just saying that to police? Where do the mushrooms come from? Okay, let's talk mushrooms. Yeah. (laughs) Not something I ever thought I would say on a podcast. Erin Patterson said that she used dried mushrooms she got from an Asian grocery store months before. Right. And button mushrooms from a supermarket. Okay, that's fair enough. But the ones from the Asian grocery store must have been the death cat mushrooms, if she's to be believed, right? But isn't it a bit weird that if she did get them from the Asian grocery store that no one else got ill from them from that store? She just picked up the one packet? Mm. It is very strange. Did she only sell one packet? No, they would have had like, you know, loads of packets. But she, the Asian grocery store she bought the mushrooms from said that they had not reported any other issues, had not been any other reports, and the Victorian Health Department confirmed it hadn't issued any health alerts for mushroom sales. Okay. So that kind of tells you something there, I think. Yeah, that's a bit dodgy, I think. Yeah. Yeah. The fact that the Victorian Health Department didn't put an alert out to say, look out for, you know, don't buy mushrooms from this store. Do you know what I mean? Or like be really alert when you're buying mushrooms. I think that kind of speaks volumes. Did they have any like leftover mushrooms that they could test? Like from the the supermarket or anything? No, but we will get to that. Okay. That's a very interesting point. There's no evidence of death cat mushrooms ever being imported into Australia. Definitely not come from that. Yeah. It's and the another thing I never thought I'd say, mushroom food industry <laughs> is so heavily regulated and double-checked because of the poison factor. Yeah, of course. So, like, they're really super fucking yeah, you know, secure uh, with stuff like that. And Australia in general have anyone that's been to Australia, you know that you cannot bring anything into the country it is so super strict on what you can bring into the country even when you go over the border from one part Mm. of australia to another you cannot take fruit oh wow really yeah i i think it's specific fruit now but i remember when i was little and Mm. like they'd stop and like almost search your car for fruit what so do you when you go to a different part of australia is there like a sort of border control type thing like do people stop you no but there is like there was when I was younger I don't think there is now like specific Mm. bits where like you drive through and there'd be signs saying don't whatever and then people would check and just say if you got whatever whatever in your I don't think they do it anymore I know when you fly in there's so many signs you cannot bring in this 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 they're so strict about what they allow yeah. To come into the country food wise, even okay. is a huge thing. Yeah. Okay. Huge. So, so it's not coming in from Chinese yeah. supermarkets. Yeah. Okay. No. But this is a little twisted piece of information. Death cat mushrooms do grow wild in the area that Erin lives in. No. Yeah. God, that's bad, sometimes do not think how great it is that we live in the UK because we just don't have anything really that's deadly. Like no deadly animals I mean, or like mushrooms or anything. Yeah, we, we must, don't really though. have that, do we? Do yeah, we, we have deadly mushrooms. Yes, we, we definitely have, have deadly you've mushrooms. Got those like red 
toadstool ones, you know, the ones that fairies sit on. Yeah, I was going to say they're the fairy <laughs> ones. Everyone knows what are we're talking about that's listening. <laughs> probably. They probably are deadly because they're like bright That's red. why fairies like yeah. them. <laughs> no, there's definitely deadly food over here, 100%. Do they grow they? wild? I don't know. Yeah, there would be. Because, you know, when people like forage and all that shit, and then, like, they always say, be really careful. You cannot forage by yourself. You have to do it with, like, a professional forager, a PF. So, you know. Yeah, I'm sure there's deadly mushrooms in Scotland. We need need that person to, what's he called again? Mears, Ray Mears. Wasn't he involved with, like, a murder case? Did you not cover a murder case and he was, like, coming to help with the investigation? Am I thinking of something else? I don't know if it was me, but I think I know what you're talking about. And he helped out with who it would be. I think it was like... Remy's is a random person, though. Sorry, Sorry, this has gone completely off (laughs) off topic. That's not like us. (laughs) Okay, I'm going to Google this. First of all, I'm going to Google this Erin person and see her interviews. And then I'm going to Google what deadly... um... 100% there are deadly mushrooms in Scotland. I am throwing down the gauntlet. Yes, 100%. I've read it somewhere. And I do think that the fairy ones are something to do with it. Probably. Yeah. Right, so you think maybe she's gone out and got some deadly nightcap? Well, that sounds like a whiskey doesn't it? Deadly nightcap. Mm. Death cap. They're death cap, not nightcap. Where'd you get the nightcap from? Death cap. Okay, so they do grow wild in the area she lives in and mushroom poisoning does occur, but how is this? Are you ready for this? Yeah. Not often in Switzerland because they take it so seriously, they have mushroom police. Oh, my God. another reason we love switzerland um oh yeah that's why it's so expensive to live there because the mushroom police are like on patrol yeah because you know, like, they've got police for everything that's yeah. amazing so, that is an amazing fact yeah. they have a lot of poison mushrooms apparently and similar poisonings wow. have happened in switzerland and that's why they have the mushroom oh. police now oh wow oh well yeah. maybe in australia they'll have some mushroom police well, maybe they will now. Yeah, they might do after this case. How's that mushroom That's police? Amazing. Imagine if that was your job wow, and you're going into another country. What's your job? And the mushroom police. Chief police of mushrooms. Oh. That would be amazing on LinkedIn. CPM. <laughs> oh, amazing. Can you imagine that job? <laughs> that would be that would be pretty cool, I think. There'd be a lot of pressure in that job though. Quite dangerous because you'd have to be. There's a lot of responsibility, isn't there? Yeah, I think I'd be being a mushroom police or being a chocolate taster. I mean, yeah. they don't have tasers. What has a chocolate taster got to do with mushrooms? <laughs> <laughs> you sure you they don't, don't have, cold? have tasers? <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> you taser the mushrooms. Yeah. Oh my god. Oh my god. This has taken such a turn. Let's see. So we've gone to Switzerland, we're back in the room. So was it an innocent mistake or was it a carefully planned out murder? I think it sounds like a mistake, to be honest. Why would she no, do that? got to but be kidding me. Why would she do that? I don't understand what the motive is to kill all these like innocent, nice How do you know they're nice? People? Don't tell me you saw their photo when they look like they have nice personalities. <laughs> I mean, they're older, they're grandparents. 
Yeah, but and all one of them's people... a pastor. Yeah, but old people can be bastards can as well, be. can't they? Not to speak badly of the dead. I'm <laughs> sure they're not. I'm sure they're really nice people. But in general, you cannot say people are old. People that are old are nice. No, Everyone yeah, gets no, old. No, that's true. That's true. Yeah. yeah. And also priests. Like... Priests don't have the best track record. Well, yeah, that's true. That's true. So, yeah. yeah. But having said that, I'm sure these three people were I don't understand. lovely. Yeah, I don't really understand. I don't feel like there is a clear motive, or there possibly is a clear motive. Yeah, that's that must be what it is. Just a bit mental. Bored? Bored? Did you say bored? No. No. Sorry, I'm being really offensive here, but yeah, okay, I don't understand. Right, anyone would do that. So. What's interesting about this is as well, Erin Patterson's statement given to the police was given to the police via her lawyers rather than her personally. Okay. does seem a bit suspect. Yeah. If they were your in-laws and that had happened, this is just my opinion, and it was a genuine mistake, you would go to the police. Yeah. Yeah, You would go to the police, you would give them all the information you could. Yeah, yeah. You'd be like, I don't know how this has happened. The fact that the lawyer has given her statement does ring a bit of a warning um, to me. But then she sounds like she's quite smart, so. Yes, she probably would know, don't say anything to the police. But, yeah, yeah, you'd think if you were totally innocent then, you'd You'd be just want to help. Yeah, yeah. So in her written statement, it's reported that Erin admitted a lie to the police. So she originally told the police that the food dehydrator that she used for the mushrooms had been thrown out years ago, right? Uh-huh. Or had been thrown out a while ago. Sorry. Yeah. Because how could she Sorry, use it if it had been f- thrown out years ago? What's a food dehydrator? I knew you were going to ask me that and I don't actually what? know. But it's something Where that you use that? for mushrooms. Does she eat all the mushrooms? Maybe. That's, do you know what? This is really bad. This is a really inappropriate time to do this. But I've just thought of another jingle from um, my childhood. And <laughs> it was it to do with mushrooms. It was right. for mushrooms. And it was, everyone knows what I'm going to say that lives in Australia. It was an air freshener, right? And it was in the shape mm-hmm. of a mushroom. And you put it in your toilet. And the song went, oh, there's right, a mushroom in my bathroom. Oh, there's wow. There's a mushroom. Anyway, that is just that sounds again to my like. Uh, like I might call this the jingle episode. So I think it's some sort of way that you prepare, yeah, mushrooms like specific mushrooms, not just like the normal button ones that you get from the supermarket. Yeah, okay. I think yeah. Okay, so she chucked that out. She hadn't actually more about cooking. Yes, lied a bit. Yes, so it was actually after the lunch, straight after the lunch, that she disposed of it after the poisonings so the reason she lied was because she was at the hospital and her ex-husband said to her is that what you use to poison them and she panicked and threw it away oh so he immediately thinks it's her that's done it all right so there is like a bit of a story here then okay possibly well we'll get to the story in a minute her reason that she said she lied when, like, when he said that, mm. she was scared that she was going to lose custody of her children and that he would get custody. Right. So I can sort of understand that yeah, in her defence, uh-huh. but it's very strange that he straight away I know. went to that conclusion rather than this is awful, what's happened, do you How okay? Bizarre. Exactly, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So she disposed of it at a refuse centre. It's alleged that she got rid of it on the Saturday morning 
before the lunch. Okay. Okay. That's weird. That's really fucking suspicious. Yeah. As well as other kitchen appliances, police located the dehydrator. Right. Okay. So they find it. Okay. Yes. Now, hang on. I've just contradicted myself, haven't I? Because I've said she disposed of it after the lunch, but then I've said she disposed of it before the lunch. She disposed of it. You'll have to forgive us for that. And she didn't say that she had. Yeah. Yeah. But she just Um, don't do. Like, it's it's, it's like something you keep forever. Yeah. 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 There's no reason for her to have thrown it out. Having said that, maybe she did just panic because these awful things Mm. happened and maybe she did just panic and she was scared that she would get the blame. But she wouldn't know that if it didn't, if it didn't start getting unwell until a bit later. Yeah, that's fair point. But maybe she had thrown it out like... Yeah. So police have now confirmed the three deaths as mushroom poisoning. Interestingly, Erin's ex-husband, Simon, actually fell ill 12 months before Uh this all happened. So he was in intensive care for 21 days. He actually thought he was going to die with a gastrointestinal illness. But there was no damage to his liver. So it doesn't look like it could have been death cat mushrooms, but it was around the time of their divorce. And did they figure out what it was? Uh, no, I don't think they did. That's a bit of a coincidence, isn't it? Yes. Who goes into huge. hospital for 21 days for gastroenteritis? Yeah. It's pretty serious. Well, yeah. I don't think it's gastroenteritis. It's some sort of gastrointestinal yeah. illness. It was very nonspecific. So Erin was arrested on Thursday, the 2nd of November. So this has literally just happened, yes. Oh, my goodness. She left her home after police and detection dogs examined her home and garage, and she has now been charged with three counts of murder and five counts of attempted murder. Now, when did these five counts of attempted murder come in? Well, she faces three counts of attempting to murder Simon Patterson between November 2021 and September 2022. Oh, boy. Right, okay. Yeah. So we don't know what else has happened. Oh, what is she murdering him for? But If, it was an amic- <laughs> if she said that she wanted a divorce. Oh, yeah. my goodness. Well, that's what she says, isn't it? Yeah, okay, so this is all. Um, they've actually taken her laptop as well like it said when they examined her home and garage yeah, they took electrical appliances yes that's exactly what i thought yeah. is she googling death cap mushrooms yeah uh-huh. very interesting so there was a brief hearing in court on friday the 3rd of november and mm. police have requested a 20-week adjournment to go through everything that was seized in her home so and so they actually mentioned on friday yes wow they've actually mentioned computer files so there's obviously yeah. something, there must be something really incriminating on her laptop yeah. for them to have actually charged her. Yeah, the court case is scheduled for May 2024. Her lawyer has not applied for bail. I think the reason is that you cannot apply for bail for murder cases unless the case goes through the Supreme Court. I could okay. be wrong, but I'm sure that I read that somewhere along the so way. So she's in police custody just now? Yeah. Right, okay. But Erin has always maintained that she did not intentionally poison her guests and has denied any wrongdoings. Oh, my goodness. What do you think about that? I don't know. Well, to be honest, right until you said about the husband saying about her poisoning, Uh 
and also the fact that there she's been charged with attempted murders mm-hmm. i would just have thought it was somehow just like an accident because it's just so bizarre but how did she not get ill and everyone else got ill well yeah because she's she's eating exactly the same thing right yeah or she but says then, she has well they've chosen the plates she's saying but most of them are dead so yeah he could just be saying that and i take it the pastor he's still just too unwell to like say anything of possibly yeah it's going to yeah. be very interesting when he's better this is so weird it's because it's i don't so know new. what do you think I think she definitely did it, 100%. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. There's four people, five people at that table, and the only one that hasn't gone to hospital and almost died or not died is her. She wants to call her husband, though. Like, if he cancels, wouldn't you just get, like, a takeaway pizza instead? <laughs> you know? <laughs> like, don't kill everyone else. Maybe she wanted to kill oh. them as well, though. Maybe she, there was something happening There's with all of them. I just don't know. Like, it's so sudden. It's so Mm. just literally happened that we just don't know. I think when the court case comes out, there's going to be a lot more information and everyone's really going to be watching to see. And they'll be like, oh, I see. Yeah, they'll get the mushroom police in from Switzerland. Uh You know, it'll all be sorted. But it is very interesting. And weirdly, like, poisoning is such a common way for women to... They Murder do someone. say that, don't they? Yeah, yeah. Because it's not so well. There's not so violent, really, is it? So, mm-hmm. I guess that's why people do it. But then, what a horrible, horrible way to die! Like you must yeah. have to be so full of hate to do that. Yeah, it's it's such a, a weird case because there's not really a clear motive that I've seen anywhere. No. And also the fact that she's like obviously done quite well out of her life you know like seems quite smart switched on she's got little kids you know like yeah that's... it's not about the money because she's got all the money yeah and... maybe the in-laws were I mean I don't know we don't want to speak ill of the dead but maybe the in-laws were trying maybe she is unhinged let's just say right Maybe she is unhinged. I mean, unhinged. anyone that actually poisons someone is unhinged. Yeah, well, yeah there is that. that. Let's get that out <laughs> We there. can definitely say that. But if like, she actually maybe, did it, then she's definitely not right. Yeah. Maybe the parents had seen that something was wrong and she's not completely stable and maybe they were trying to get custody and help their son maybe, to get custody of the children yeah. and maybe that's why she had to, I don't know. There's a I don't definite know. story behind all this, isn't there? I mean, that's all <gasps> I can think of really, but we don't know what happens God. behind closed doors, do we? No, we really don't. Yeah, I can't believe that story. <laughs> I don't know what to say. It's fascinating. Oh, yeah, it's, it's really so fascinating. Yeah, and when you watch the clips of her, she seems like such an ordinary person. Like, well, she looks quite harmless in that picture you put up on mm-hmm. Instagram. Like, she looks like just a sort of normal middle-aged woman. Yeah. I mean, I, I guess you can't really judge a book by its cover, but, like, most people that do end up doing stuff like that, like, there's some indicators in their past that they're a bit unhinged and, you know. Yeah. There's something not right. Or they've had, like, turbulent pasts and stuff like that, but it sounds like it's been all fine. I mean, maybe we don't know. Maybe there is. Because this is such a new case, maybe something will come out in 
her childhood, maybe her mother dying has just triggered mm. something in her brain. We just don't know. Oh, I cannot hope that it's been accidental. It's somehow. definitely not accidental. Somehow it's been accidental. Like she's just no. gone out into the garden and chopped up some mushrooms and not realised. Because otherwise that's just awful, isn't it? Yeah, but we're doing a true crime podcast. Everything we talk about is awful. Yeah, well, yeah, I know. Sometimes you <laughs> There's no accidental ending. killings, are there? Well, I'm afraid you're on the wrong podcast for that because <laughs> it all ends in death. I'll let you know we right now. We could do like a- <laughs> an episode of like yeah non-death accidental killings with it with a happy outcome oh how is that you've got actually, killings in the title how is that a happy killings. outcome accidental non-killings with a happy outcome i mean that's we not could, a very interesting podcast <laughs> <laughs> you're in the wrong genre feel, feel i'm good. sorry that's what happens yeah. we can't all walk around a big field with a sheep <laughs> named after ourselves that was that's not how life hard. works sheep can be really dangerous <laughs> it can't be <laughs> and there we go <laughs> it's true it's true how are they dangerous amazing because they can cows are dangerous you. yeah cows can attack you can't they they can like well, sheep can attack ram into you, you. Well. but they're not as heavy as cows no I can mean, they the kill you of- I don't I'm gonna to have to google that as well right so I have to google Aaron see what's yeah. going on with that interview deadly google mushrooms, mushrooms in, the, in yeah in the UK and then can you get killed by sheep I and mean, I'll feed back anyone I mean it must have happened google. at once yeah I mean my google as we've already discussed my google's <laughs> like she needs to be committed <laughs> go from one extreme to the other like googling Oh. Married at first sight, people to are yeah, they still together? The best to... Way to murder someone, yeah. Oh, God help you if anything happens. Touch wood. Oh my God, yeah, I know. Yeah, so it's very, it's a very interesting case. Never have we done a case that's that new. That's I mean, this amazing. is crazy like, new. Well done, because that's literally Friday that she's mm-hmm. been arrested. Literally, that's amazing Friday. work. Well, you Good all work, wanted Marty. it. We're here to please. Don't do it again because that was a long day. Let's (laughs) let's hear some theories. I want to hear what everyone else thinks. I would love to hear what everyone else thinks. I have heard a theory from a friend in Australia that they think that the husband was maybe not as squeaky clean as we all think. But do you know what? That's very alleged. Yeah, I don't think that's the case. But we'll see. We'll be watching yeah. with interest. We'll cover the court case when it happens and let you know. I can't wait for the court case. Absolutely. So that's me next year. So we've got a little bit of yeah. time. To... But then there might be the other things come out in the meantime. I don't know. I'm sure there'll be other things that will come out yeah. in the meantime. Yeah. So that's Amazing. us. Yeah. Good job. Amazing. What are we going to do for December? Should we do Christmas specials? Should we do accidental mm. killings? <laughs> accidental killings. Yeah, I think that would be a good one. Do you think? think we should should do... we do something more lighthearted for Christmas? No. We could do something that's like winter themed, Christmas themed. Death by Christmas tree. We could just like sing some carols in the middle. Right. Okay. <laughs> I'm not sure we need to do more singing. <laughs> I think people are here for the singing. I think people have heard the singing and the yelling <laughs> now. Don't. Don't, just don't do it. Just, just don't do it. 
Well, whatever it will be, it will be a lovely surprise for you all in December. Yeah. Give us a shout if there's a specific case you'd like us to cover for Christmas, but nothing too dark. No, I mean, I don't really yeah. like doing too dark things anyway, so I'll try and do a light-hearted murder. A light-hearted light-hearted murder. You've heard it here Here's first. Here's to that. But thank you for listening. Please yes, subscribe. It was amazing. Please leave us a review. We haven't had any reviews for so long. Mm-hmm. Um, please tell your friends. We promise we won't do any more singing. And we'll limit the Michael Sheen, George Michael chat. We've only mentioned them once in this episode. And I think that's <laughs> it. Thanks for listening. We will see you in December. Bye. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.